Yo, what's good? Episode number 22, Counter Currents, host Petey Steele, reporting for duty, what? And Elena Torres, co-host, also reporting for duty with our very hilarious guest today. Everybody, please welcome with a big round of applause, Charlie Ross. Yeah, Corporal Charlie checking in for duty, here to here to be a guest. Are you very hilarious? Very no, hilarious. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> I, no, I've seen you. You actually you do have some good uh, sets. I've only seen like one or two, though. But I decided I wanted to get somebody on. We had a pretty established person last week, Ray Sani, and I decided I wanted to get someone that's relatively new to the game, right? Yeah, yeah. Thanks for thanks for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Uh, I am. I'm. It's about two years in, so yeah, okay. I, I still am very, very new. Which, that's but good. yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on the show. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, the other reason we wanted to have you on the show is because for those of you that don't know. Charlie also co-hosts a podcast with Martin Phillips called Comics Corner. Comics Corner, WERA 96.7 FM, Arlington, Virginia, every Sunday from noon to one. That's right. Every Sunday <laughs> from noon to one. And you guys were kind enough to have me on. Yeah, it was a good and episode. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. But while I was on, you guys asked me a lot of questions about Petey. Oh, shit. <laughs> and there was, at one point, talks about a rap battle. So I was like, well... If Charlie's going to challenge my man Petey to a rap battle, we're going to have to have him on yeah. and talk about this a little further. So, Charlie, what the hell gives you the balls <laughs> to say you can take me in a fucking lyric off? I have no idea why I said that out loud. I mean, of course... Of course, I'm like the greatest rapper ever, you know. But like, you gotta, you got, you, so you just gotta know who's listening, you know. And uh, we freestyle a few times on the show. Martin likes to freestyle, you know. We freestyle in the car and stuff. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah, what I don't instrumental do you guys post up over? Uh, I mean, cipher up some like '90s instrumentals. Usually good to go. You know, you've heard beats before and stuff like that. But then, I mean, I listen to a lot of trap music, so a lot of a lot of southern slow down stuff is. Oh wow! So we're gonna do a screwed and chopped <laughs> session. Yeah, yeah, we can do the, yeah, oh, the audio. Shit. You guys should see Petey's face when he hears trap music. <laughs> I enjoy it, kind of like a smidge, you know. Really? But a little of it goes a very long way. It, you know, it's gotten to the point where the music today is so bad that I've started getting into older Southern music. Because it's that much better, and I've run out of like old East Coast for the most part. Yeah, there's still old East Coast I never found because it wasn't in circulation. But then there's a whole bunch of Southern stuff that I never really bought because it wasn't first priority, and I didn't have money then. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for I sure. I was a teen coming up, so like, you know, to hear Eight Ball and MGG now, I'm learning all about them and fucking. Um, I mean, I always was a Ghetto Boys guy and. They're the best. At all. The ghetto boys are the best. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I feel like the Southern hip hop, especially old school Southern hip hop, got the same disrespect that trap music has nowadays. Mm -hmm. So it's like stuff goes in cycles, you know, and especially like stuff like Migos and Future and a lot of these dudes are really influenced by Three Six Mafia. So sure. if you want to go, if you want to have a really good time and you like trap music, like you have to listen to Three Six. You have to listen to DJ Screw. Like, yeah, I enjoy uh, Three Six to a degree. To yeah. a degree, <laughs> there's, there's I'm, I'm with bangers. you. To, to a degree, is how far I got. Yeah, there's yeah. some good ignorant stuff, man. Like <laughs> people, people get too focused on like lyrical stuff and what you're saying, but like sometimes I really 
don't want to think about it. Sometimes I just want to like be yeah. high and listen to like yeah. some crazy bass, you know. Take like, your hoe to the telly and be a dick and come slanger, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I listen when to, Big uh, Bun comes danger. <laughs> I can't. I listened to a lot of Gucci Mane uh, growing up too, or like high school. I got really into Gucci Mane, and oh like, God. dude, Gucci Mane is like one of the funniest. If you actually listen to his, lyrics, I actually could see that ice cream tattoo on your fucking face. Right? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd be sweet, man. Uh, I really just want some grills. Well, Charlie, <laughs> are you from the South? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I didn't yeah, think I'm from so. Virginia, man. I'm from Arlington, Virginia. <laughs> really? Dirt, yeah, yeah. That's okay, right, yeah. born okay. and raised. <laughs> All right. You went to Wakefield or Yorktown High Yorktown School? Yorktown High. Yeah, yeah. All right. When did you get out? I uh, graduated 2012, then I went to VCU. Fuck. Yeah, I'm old. I feel huh? old. Went, yeah. to, went to school in Richmond, Virginia, graduated 2016, and uh, living back at home with mom and dad in 2018. <laughs> I'm not hey. mad at you. <laughs> I'm saving for a down payment. I live in prime real estate with Ma Dukes. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, I don't exactly. Give a damn what anyone says. It, it is hard. Some people do moms, other people do yeah. husbands. Enjoy I mean, whatever's your, right for you. Enjoy your wife and kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do have trouble. <laughs> with hey. <laughs> I do have I'm trouble in enjoying like living at home. I know it's like sweet and stuff, but I do feel like a sense of embarrassment, right? You know, like you want to yeah, be you want to be young and out there and like on your own and stuff. I'm like, man, like. I mean, I remember I used to have to go out and chase girls when the fucking folks were out of town and then be like, I'm a lawyer and <laughs> take them back to my fucking parents' house in Georgetown, you know? Wow, I wonder if I ever fell for something like that. Probably. Yeah. How do you say it? Probably. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't put it past you. No. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Um, no, but that's, I understand that degree of uh, shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because, you know, you get out of school and you've been told all these fairy tales about, you know, enjoy your college education, get a liberal arts degree, and, uh, you know, you'll still get a job when you leave so long as it's like an elite school and blah, 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 blah. And no, no, <laughs> everybody gets out and they sell out right away and you're kind of like, oh, yeah, these guys are punks at first until like three months in and they've got like a nice shirt and some fucking condo and, you know, they, they don't seem like they're doing so bad. Yeah, yeah. And I want, I want a nice shirt, man. I want a condo. <laughs> they don't have parental units busting down their doors. Yeah, yeah. I just wish my bed What's wasn't so What's your degree so in, Charlie? Uh, psychology. Okay, there you go. Perfect my, for I'm Sociology, Perfect. so there you go. Yeah, yeah. We're good at talking to people, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm not pursuing anything in psychology right now. Um, just doing, like, radio stuff, trying to get more into audio engineering and Working at a radio station would be nice, but oh, cool! Yeah, yeah. So, don't really have a plan though. I'm hoping this comedy thing works out. Well, it's a big risk. It is a big risk, and you know what? I mean, the plan I had—I've been—I've always worked in the entertainment industry, and I graduated college and like got a job right away, and then a year later got laid off and ended up going a total. So, like, a plan in entertainment doesn't work. Yeah, it's just sort of like keep do keep creating stuff and then things will kind of happen. Like I was on this track when I graduated college to be like a celebrity interviewer. Like a for like E News. Yeah, yeah. Like I worked I worked for MTV News and That's they used right. to yeah, yeah. they used <laughs> to give me all the like high school musical because I was like young and blonde and like for some reason at the time on camera I would talk like this like I don't <laughs> so they would give me a lot of like high school musical people and a lot of like Laguna Beach people and people that were kind of my age bracket at the time and I was like 
climbing up the ranks to do that and then the recession happened and that all ended thank god yeah yeah were you excited to do that were you excited to be a part of that at the time i was just out of school so i was like excited to have a job yeah. in entertainment at all and to be like doing well and like getting I, I graduated from theater school so like the fact that i was getting any camera time at all was like a huge win yeah but I looking like back like that track was not i mean it's wouldn't have been artistically satisfying at all yeah yeah i, li- I like how they always call you people uh the talent yeah, when, yeah, yeah. Whenever yeah, you're on a shoot, you're like, yeah. it, it totally boosts your ego. And every time someone calls you the talent, like, yeah, that's damn that's straight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a matter of effect. Mm-hmm. I'm the one in front of the camera. Yeah, comedy is still, you still get to be the talent. And that was, that was going to be like the, ta- the talent, but even the talent at, at, when you're doing that is just asking people questions and the things that they're answering you is all stuff that their PR team has yeah, like, told ready them to, to go. say. So it's not even that like real of an interview. Like looking back, I was like, wow, I probably would have had even more drug overdoses if I would have kept on doing that. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of drugs, what's your poison, Charlie? <laughs> yeah, uh, tell the people. I smoke weed. I drink. Uh, if I have money, I'll do other drugs too. But um, yeah, mostly just weed, honestly. Mm-hmm. And why um, haven't you graduated? Graduated a heart. <laughs> well, I know you so. graduated college psychology. So. <laughs> but yeah, you're one of us. I did a lot of Molly in college, and that stuff kind of hurts your brain, um, oh, especially yeah. if it's if it's not real MDMA. Um, but I, I got a pretty good understanding of like a Molly hangover because all your serotonin is just depleted. Mm-hmm. So if you do too much MDMA, like you just can't be happy the next day. Right. Because <laughs> you're there. super happy the night yeah. before, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was funny to get this understanding of like some parts of how you're feeling is like totally a chemically like in your brain, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it's just the chemicals inside. So you just got to pay attention to that type of stuff. But yeah, serotonin and dopamine, the only two things that make you happy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I think I've, I've noticed a lot of weird because Molly came out after I I'm I'm sober. I don't know if you know that, Charlie, but I they, Molly came out after I stopped doing everything. So I never did. I mean, I did ecstasy, but I never did Molly. But I've been around it a lot. It's supposed to be the same. It's supposed to be. Yeah. Is it like? But I've noticed Molly. I don't know. Maybe because I've soberly watched so much Molly <laughs> in my time that I've just noticed that people like they say they're feeling really happy but from the outside a lot of people just get like super creepy when they're on molly and just like walk around a party silently and then the next yeah yeah yeah, yeah that yeah. that yeah. it's so Can't creepy. See my face on the audio but the <laughs> yeah, no, yeah yeah they yeah. got that cavanaugh tongue roll <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they're staring right at you man they're the, they look really intent they're like nodding their head yeah and they just can't wait to say what the fuck they're gonna say <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but no. it doesn't seem like i know it, it like has it it ups all your serotonin, but it just doesn't look like that. Well, I remember doing time. it one night. I was up in Spain, and me and this girl took about two or three apiece. And the whole night, we sat there and gazed at each other and, like, fell in love with each other and expressed our love to one another and said, I could be happy with you for the rest of my life. You know, like, maybe you should go traveling with me tomorrow. I'm getting on a train to so-and-so right, and blah, right. blah, blah, blah. By the time the sun came up, we're like, yeah, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you know, and we just parted ways and it's never done. talked again. Yeah. I like it. it. So ecstasy became Molly, and I was always told that the reason it had that slang street name was because it's a more molecularly pure form of MDMA. Mm-hmm. So the powder, yeah. you know, the white powder that Molly is, is like supposed to be pure raw MDMA 
and I always thought that was really cute. Like, you're a drug addict, or you're using drugs, and you like, but you want to make sure it's like safe drugs. You know, like mm-hmm. I want to get my drugs from like Whole Foods. You know, right. I, I want that clean. <laughs> That's <laughs> so millennial. I want that organic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cocaine. I only want my organic MDMA. <laughs> Is this yeah. pure yeah. MDMA? Yeah. Tom's like, of yeah, cane. babe, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Tom's, <laughs> Tom's of cane. Yeah. <laughs> you know it. So. Charles, what's the goals? The goal, honestly, like I do feel, I just want to be good at stand up. Mm-hmm. I think that's right. a good goal to have because, like, it's dumb to be like, I want to be successful. I want specials. I want to be on TV. It seems much more reasonable and pure just to be like, I just want to be good at this, you know, and like, and have other people think I'm good at it too. So right now, it's just moving up in like the DC comedy scene, just trying to pick up new things, you know, trying to get on bigger and better shows mm-hmm. right and so what have you been doing to make that happen do you have like a flow chart or anything uh no but i, I i'm involved with capital laughs and they're a pretty tight organization they're pretty organized they de- we definitely have some flow charts for capital. there's a lot of flow charts <laughs> yeah. in capital laughs. Some Google Docs yeah. like, got everything <laughs> planned out yeah yeah so it's good to work with them i host a show on sundays at cafe saint x at six o'clock okay. mm-hmm. yeah everyone should come out to that uh and yeah and then other than that it's just like flying at underground comedy show you know trying to get on underground coming to draft house on saturday and mm-hmm. just sh- showing up right are you writing a lot of stuff every day do you have like that department covered no <laughs> no no okay. i i are just I, in the fight for stage time yeah so. yeah and i do have like i do have new things that i'm working on like but the in terms of the sit down and write and try and you know push new tags in and stuff like that like i'm okay at that when i get inspired i can really do it but i don't i don't push it on days when i'm just not feeling it oh i don't know charlie ross a champion's a man <laughs> who gets up even when he can't you know yeah i think you need to fucking have something to take on that stage when you go up there guy yeah, you, yeah. how are you gonna do that without material yeah yeah no that's true yeah, but then i but know then it I, is but then i <laughs> but then i get the <laughs> advice of like when you get on the draft house open mic yeah. you know you do your good set, you know, don't, don't fuck around and You're try right. new stuff. That's yeah. absolutely yeah, right. Yeah. Good. But to me, the draft house open mic is, it's the hardest one to do because you have four minutes, which for me is the hardest. It's the hardest amount of minutes for me to work in. Yeah. And, like I get nervous every single time I do that mic and like go over in my head a million times what I'm going to do because I've got like something for three and I've got something for five. Yeah, but yeah. four <laughs> is such a weird That's true. time slot. It is. And it's like what I've I've made this analogy on here before. Die Hard Three. Have you ever seen that film? No. Yeah. No. Die Hard with of a course. So you know the fountain scene where they him and Samuel Jackson have to get four gallons into one container. Yeah. And there's a three gallon container and there's a five gallon container. So how are you gonna make four with that? Yeah. Yes. Totally. Yes. That's so a great you reference. Fill up the five, <laughs> right. dump it into the three. You'll have two remaining. Unclog the fucking three, and then take the three, pour it out into the five. You got the one remaining in the three. Then dump out the fucking five. Put the one remaining in the three into the five. Then fill up the three and unload the contents in. And bang, you got four in the five. What the fucking deal? 
Basically, right. you got to watch a lot of Bruce Willis movies. Yeah, yeah. I'll watch Die Hard 3. you got to pare it down, though. That's true. You have to know in your mind, have a mental category of how long each of your bits is, more or less. Yeah, yeah. Right, but it gets stressful because, like, you don't even have room to, like, crowd work it a little bit. Like, right. Like, sometimes, like, a, a problem that I've noticed with with comedy and me in general is like I get very obsessed with like minutes and when I'm going to get the light. Yeah. So I, it adds like a little bit of tension when I'm on stage. Mm-hmm. And then when I relax, like over the weekend, I did a set where I just like didn't pay attention to the light at all. And I only got through like half the jokes I'd planned right. because I was like talking to people and doing crowd work. And then on that draft house mic, it's like, there's no time for that. Yeah. Like you got to really plan your shit out. And if you're going to talk to people, it's got to be quick. Like it's, for me, it's so it's such a weird time. It's the hardest show, but it's a great show. It's mm-hmm. and because of it, you got you get better doing that. Cause you like, do. There's always going to be times where you have to fit some weird crowd work. Minute. Though is not really for that stage in that context. I don't think unless you're either really fucking good at it already, or there's something that's sticking out like a hard on at a funeral that you just can't avoid fucking ripping on right off the bat. Otherwise, it's just a plus material. See, I disagree. You disagree. Because it's a late night show. Right. And late night shows, I found like I've done I've done that flyer spot at Big Hunt a lot. And that one, when you're on at one in the morning a lot. And that's lot I've noticed like they don't want material. Like all they want when they're tired and drunk yeah. like that, all they want is crowd work. Yeah. And so I feel like Draft House, it's a little earlier. Like, it starts at 1045, but people are still, like, there's still nights where they're just, like, drunk or tired. Or I hosted a couple weeks ago, and it was, like, everybody was high out of their brain and just, like, slow. <laughs> and sometimes on that, people just want crowd work on those shows hits really hard. So I feel like on a late night show like that, crowd work works. But it's right. got to be really great crowd work. But sometimes material that's too smart isn't mm-hmm. right people are just too fucked up at that time i think it's last true. week last week i saw you at the big hunt on friday and i think i went on like after you and we both saw the same guy but we <laughs> both didn't work with him the dude with the face tattoos i know i taught i, I was like okay the face tattoo guy. <laughs> yeah, 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 dude yeah. he's sitting there with his girl and like you want to be like yo what the fuck is I your know. deal but at the same time you're like you are looking pretty angry at me <laughs> i know he was so scared <laughs> there was this guy pd yeah. i can't explain he was tattooed like Tattoos like bald head, tattoos all over the top of his head, tattoos all over his face. Wow! Like arms, like super scary in the front. Yeah. Like aren't like taking over. You know what I mean? Like legs spread, arms spread, like taking sure. over with this girl. And I just I looked over and I like said something quick to him and I had more, but I just got like too scared. Well, <laughs> 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 moved on. He was so scary. Looking. I didn't even want to make his girlfriend laugh, man. <laughs> like no big deal. <laughs> Don't worry. <I> know. <laughs> I just looked at him. I was like, because I was like asking people like, oh, are you in a relationship? And and the guy, even though he had a girl with him, he's like, he's like shaking his head like, no. I was like, oh, face tattoo guy, not in a relationship. And then I was too scared to keep going. And I was like, okay, (laughs) (laughs) next person. Do you think it was like a tribal thing or you think he was just an idiot? I think it was like a gang thing. A Texan, yeah, Texas gang thing. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) What, What letters were on it? Were there any like gang indicators yeah, yeah. It, it looked like it looked like the border gang type of tattoos he oh, looked a little white shit. for that but it reminded me of like the Juarez yeah. type yeah. of like yeah. 13 on the top of his yeah. head yeah, that kind yeah. Of. <laughs> he w- oh okay so he would have been like a blonde Latino or something if yeah he was like. he was pretty white but yeah. he had but like the tattoos looked pretty narcotraficante uh-huh. a pretty drug dealer narcotraficante <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah okay alright then um so 
maybe then crowd work. Mm. Yeah, I, do you yeah. still disagree with that, or do? You, or no, do you? actually, I I think I might have fucked with that guy. I don't know. You would have. <laughs> I feel, but I feel like you, like you have the kind the kind of presence, and you're fearless like that. I feel like yeah. you probably would have fucked with him. Yeah. I don't know. He was pretty scary. But it's also just the oh, time too, because like like we say, like we're getting up, you get four minutes, five minutes at a time, and like crowd work is like risky because. You don't know where it's going to go. You don't know how good it's going to be. Right. And then you're on spots. I, n- I never get to get a big hunt. So I'm like, I want to do well. You know, right, like right, right. maybe somebody's watching, you know, somebody. So, yeah, you, you want to. Yeah, I, I never waste my time with stuff that I don't think is going to be really, really good. Which, I talked, which, I talked it's too to bad. the crown a lot on Friday. They liked it, though. I mean, they were, they were I mean, they were really drunk by the time. I mean, I was up there. I think not that long before you. I was up there like 105 or something. So, Charlie, I got to say, I've only started noticing you around the last like six months, three months or something. I haven't even kept track. Uh, have we just been going different places or did you start comedy somewhere else and didn't yeah. tell anybody? Yeah, my first year I was in Richmond, Virginia. Oh. Um, yeah, a scene down there and that was cool. And then I think most people like when you first start, it's like once a week or something mm-hmm. for a little bit and then you mm-hmm. ramp it up. But then I moved to D.C. probably a year ago, like this time last year. And then, yeah, it was probably a few months before we started interacting or seeing each other. Around. I, really, I've only ever like seen you here a few times. and Yeah. yeah oh, well, yeah. I've grossly curtailed stuff other than when I'm getting like club gigs and shit yeah. here on Saturday nights. Because I do work a square job and I report at 7 a.m. Yeah, yeah. practically every morning. So... You know, that's one of those things. But now that I've been there a little over a year, I'm back in the groove a little bit more autopilot during the day. So I think you'll be seeing me some more over the night. Good, yeah. good. I think it'll be more fun that way. Yeah, starting in Richmond was really cool. Uh, I feel like this, the people down in Richmond, Virginia, are a little more forgiving if you want to do weird stuff, if you right. want to talk about drugs, right. if you want to talk about dark stuff, if you want to say you know more offensive humor and stuff. And... DC is a little bit better because people are more well educated, so you can do uh, like kind of more clever things and uh, stuff like that. But yeah, the two cities are pretty interesting how they're different. Well, so did the Richmond guys? They go around with all the dudes from like Hampton Roads and Newport News. Yeah, I did Cozzy's on Sunday. Yeah, (laughs) I went down to Cozzy's. That was my first time doing that. Yeah. Yeah, I, (laughs) I don't know. That's an interesting thing. They had pretty good food there. It was pretty cheap. Um, but. One night, I think I pissed off a lot of <laughs> people on Facebook because uh, they just caught that uh, child molester guy. Yeah, that was yeah, down, dude. Uh, it was he a comic had... child molester. In oh, I heard about Hampton that. Roads. I heard about and that. And I put up some posts like, all right, you know, it's important that in this comedy landscape, you know, we don't go and tear down an entire profession just because there's one bad apple. The important thing is just to deride the Richmond scene exclusively. (laughs) 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 And Keith Marcel liked it, but I think CB Wilkins was none too pleased and I was unfriended promptly. Yeah. Really? Wow. That guy gets pissed at whatever. Yeah. It was fine. I mean, there's like 15 dudes in Richmond, you know, it's like a small scene. So (laughs) you can take it all personally and stuff. Yeah. No, it's, it's like when the Eagles, won the Super Bowl last year and he saw videos of dudes like eating horse shit in the yeah. streets yes, and stuff like yes. that and then and then you saw the Capitals celebrate you know they won the Stanley Cup in DC and no one ate horse shit so it's like hey it's just Philadelphia yeah, guys yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's not yeah. it's not white people across the country yeah. <laughs> it's only Philly yeah. in Ohio State <laughs> yeah. okay in Ohio State but did you find it when you came from 
from Richmond to here, did you find it? Because you're you're a year behind me in DC. We've been doing comedy around the same amount of time. But did you find it really hard to get stage time when you first got here? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, you get, everyone has to get used to even out of towners got to get used to signing up ahead of time, emailing the right people, and being somewhere on the. Uh, so yeah, finding stuff like that. But yeah, to get quality stage time uh, was pretty hard. But pretty quickly into, I mean, shout out Capital Last, man. They let me flyer like every week. Yeah. So, and then I just had, you just have the right performances with the right people watching and you get moved up a little bit. You know, yeah. you don't have to do the bum flyering spots anymore. So I think I did a pretty good job with my connections. Uh, dude, Ross Benoit helped me out a little bit, gave me the right direction where to, uh, what mics to hit up and who I should talk to. But did you find it? Hard to get yeah, stage time? Yeah, I, I thought getting stage time was pretty hard. I, I have a feeling that it gets harder and harder every year, which is why I ask you, because I feel like the scene is starting to get really competitive. But I had a really similar time to to what you're talking about. Capital Laughs, like, really gave me a lot of opportunity. Like, yeah. you do some good sets there, and they notice, and they started putting me up more and letting me host more. And so I st- so they really gave me a lot of time and they, notice, and they notice people showing up every night, you know? Yeah. If you're going to yeah. show up every night, like, you got to make yourself unnoticeable. And, that, yeah, that's one of the things you do is you just yeah. you keep showing up and stuff. Yeah. I, I did really well at, um, I think, Driftwood when they still had the mic there oh, on that's Saturdays. The, I, I used to host that Yeah, show. yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's where I first saw you because you would come there every Saturday, Yeah, you and Joey. And yeah, you guys yeah. would come every Saturday and you guys were both pretty funny. And I was like, oh, these guys, these guys are great. We should. And I would tell Jack and so on and so forth. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. No, Jack. hey, no problem. <laughs> you did a great job. You were, you were really funny. I missed Driftwood. That was a cool mic, man. It was like a yeah. second floor on this bar on H Street. It was like looking out on the city and stuff. That was, that was a cool vibe, man. Everything was really close. So the audience was like right there. Yeah. And we would get super full every Saturday. Yeah. 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 From the first time we had the show which was really cool i mean it only lasted three or four months before they shut it down that bar is still n- hasn't reopened there's it's no nothing. yeah there's nothing there no oh, man. no there's still actually jack has been bugging me about this shout out to jack if he's listening there's a sign there's like a comedy free comedy tonight big light up sign that's in there that we've been trying to get forever and it's like right if you look in the window right there is this huge light up capital f sign Let's let's just break in. Let's just I, know, I know, <laughs> <laughs> <Just> take <that laughs> shit. I know. It's so it's so annoying. They, I, they're I'm not gonna notice it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess just so. checking on the Jack doesn't give a shit. He <laughs> just wants his fucking pie chart. Yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Planned a fucking megalomaniac over the entire world. I know. And put up a big roll tide. Hey, roll tide. <laughs> right. Is that right. your team too? <laughs> no, no. Okay, just good at some SMD. And <laughs> <laughs> Gotcha. <laughs> we need these spots. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> you know, call it like it is. Um, well, Charlie, definitely we want to um, give a, a couple of brief announcements. So this week at DC Draft House Comedy, um, today, Monday the 8th, uh, 7 o'clock, there's going to be the Draft House Comedy Level 1 Sketch Writing and Live Audience Performance. You can buy Woo-woo. tickets at thedrafthousecomedy.com. Um, Thursday, we have Dan Soder from Netflix's The Stand-Ups, Billions, and Comedy Central at 7 p.m. He's fantastic. Yeah, um, he's great. He's awesome. I love Dan Soder. Yeah, yeah. he's great. And then um, Friday, he's going to be there 7 o'clock and 9 o'clock as well as Saturday, 7 o'clock, 9 o'clock. So you basically have 
five chances uh, to see him, and you got three pairs worth of chances, fucking free, if you like the Counter Currents Draft House Comedy You page. heard that correct. Three pairs of chances. Three so pairs. You, you can even try to get all three pairs. You get all your friends together, and everybody likes our page separately. You guys can all come for free. How That's cool right. is that? Yeah, we'll raffle it off. It'll be real easy. Not yeah. enough of you, like... People with, you know, six months in take advantage of this. Exactly. <laughs> you got to take some time to watch some headliners. I'm not kidding. You know, it's, it's true. You can't just sit there and watch, you know, the Charlie Rosses of the world. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, you know, you can't watch some shit birds and just think, you know, you're going to learn all their turbo moves and like expect a feature from me. You know, you got to <laughs> fucking study the craft. It's yeah. True. yeah. That's what, and when you do comedy every night, uh, you don't, yeah, you, you just see a lot of open micers and you don't see real pros at it. And then when you do step back and like go see a show, take a night off, you realize like, oh, I got so far to go. I know. <laughs> I'm so far away from like guys who can actually build an act, who can bring an audience up and then know when to like calm them down so they can bring it back up again. You know, like right. seeing, yeah, seeing real headliners is like so important. Right. Right. I, I don't do it enough. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have money. I really want to see. Well, you should. You can like this page of Hunts. Oh, tell, yeah. tell your friends. <laughs> yeah, to you're like eligible, this page. Charlie. All right. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not just the fucking president of the hair club for men. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, well, thank you, Charlie, for coming on. This has been yeah. fantastic. And where can people get at you, sir? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram at Black Beanbag with two G's. Uh, my Facebook is my name, Charlie Ross. Listen to Comics Corner every Sunday on 96.7 FM, Arlington. He's got a radio 12 show to 1. Already. Yeah, this isn't a podcast. Two guys. years in. Oh, yeah, that's right. My, oh, he's giving, me, he's giving me eyes. Like, you called it a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's a radio show. It is. It's very fancy. It's yeah, and then nice uh, check out Cafe St. X every Sunday. We got shows from 6 to 10 o'clock. We got two shows now, so 6 to 8 and then 8 to 10. Um, I'm chilling there always. So, yeah, yeah. Cafe St. X is a really, really good show. Fantastic. Cool. Thanks for having uh, me on the show, guys. Thanks for coming on. And follow us, Currents DC, Twitter, Counter Currents DC, Instagram, and the Counter Currents Facebook page for those chances to win those tickets. Yep. And peace. Later. <laughs>